put me with a stand-up comedian. They don't listen. They just talk and talk and think everything is so funny. Just like a glorified clown. Oh wow! Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So we're talking about flight stories. Mm. Um, Jonathan and I, my boyfriend and I, were on a flight back home right over the weekend, and we couldn't sit together because the airline messed it up. But what happened was they cancelled our flight, so we had to like scramble and get on the next one. Okay, I am going to mouth the name of the airline. <laughs> okay. okay, and you just say if I'm correct or not. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, who else, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I I got to my seat right on the plane. Um, it was an aisle seat. Okay. And the whole way I was praying, please God, please don't let there be a screaming baby next to me. <laughs> no babies, I tell you, especially the noisy ones. Uh, yeah. They need to have their own section in the plane, you no? Know? Yeah. I mean, we got first class, business class, economy class. Just make one more for babies, like kindergarten class, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Just shove them all there. <laughs> So I'm sitting there right? The passengers bought the flight mm. One by one Walking past me And then I see this large Indian man walk in Together with his Equally large wife Oh okay So no baby Yes baby huh? The little boy was like Two years old But he was also quite large How, okay, how many of them Can sit on your row? Actually Actually two Okay Oh but right? the baby Sit on top of the lap ah? Yes correct As long as the baby Is two years and under They can sit on the mom's oh, lap Or the dad's so big. lap Yeah the baby was big right I- I'm not discriminating here okay <laughs> I'm just telling you a story right So anyway I offered to sit by the window like, Inside So they can have At least the aisle seat right. You know in case the baby's noisy Gets agitated So they can you know Walk around or whatever So they won't cut So they will catch you less lah basically Yeah but it made no difference. <laughs> they catch up me the entire flight. Ah. Yeah, so the baby was like screaming, crying. And then the father also throw. He's like, no means no. Like, I mean, the baby, just pacify the baby. Give, Give the baby, the whatever, baby it whatever it wants. Correct. So keep quiet. Correct. Then the lady took out the belt, you know, halfway through the mm. flight. She nicely put the belt under my leg. <laughs> like, hello, there's a place in front it's of you. your space somehow. Exactly. And the baby was kicking me lah. The whole time I was thinking, Are you, if Douglas was in, my place. If, that, well, if I was there, I would have locked myself in the toilet. Okay, <laughs> no, I would have gone to the flight attendant and said, "Please, can I have a spare parachute?" <laughs> and then jump off. No, I'll give it to the family and say, "Please, lah, <laughs> do us all a favor." <laughs> no, but wait. So you and Jonathan, you didn't ask anybody on the plane if they could switch seats, so you two could sit together as a couple and all that, man. No, lah. Why would I do that? Hey, good salute. I tabek spring to you because I met so many annoying couples to do just that. All right, I'm guessing we're going to be roasting annoying couples on flights next. Fly FM. So I went on a weekend trip a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the airline messed up our flight, so I had to sit separately from my boyfriend on our return flight, lah. But you did not ask uh, the other passengers if they can change seats so you can sit next to Jonathan, right? No, because I don't like when other people do that. I am so proud of you. you no know, tears <laughs> are welling up in my eyes right now. Because <laughs> I cannot, no, I cannot stand these couples to do this uh-huh. and then expect you to accommodate their requests, right? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, hey, up to me, lah, right? If I am feeling generous that day, you know, mm-hmm. I'm feeling good that day, I might give up my seat for you. But if I'm not, uh, just accept it and sit separately. La. Yeah, no one owes you a seat. La. Yeah. Except maybe the airline that cancelled your original flight in the first place. <laughs> Still not over there. <laughs> very sore, are you? No, because I remember I was on this flight. Yeah. I sat down already, you know. Then I see this couple walking towards me. Yeah. Uh, the girl then takes a seat next to me. And the boyfriend uh, just nicely stands there. I'm like, poor fella, he bought standing room on you. <laughs> You wanted your seat lah So you can sit next to the girlfriend right Yep yep So the girl was the one That made the request you know Because you know They think if a girl Ayat me means I'll give lah <laughs> No chance man so, so I asked Okay I asked Okay mind, mind. Where is Where is the boyfriend sitting Where is the other seat lah oh. The fellow showed me Next to the toilet yo <laughs> How, 
Cannot lah. Like that, if you say if you say it's next to the emergency door, so never mind. There's more leg room and all that. No, yeah. but if it's next to the toilet, means every time someone goes in and out, boom, <laughs> biological warfare. <laughs> There's nowhere to escape. I'm on a plane. <laughs> so you refuse to swap there? I politely decline. Right. <laughs> sure. Ten minutes into the flight, this boyfriend shows up again. He's like, uh, uh, "Sir, please can can we swap? My because this is my girlfriend. Ah, uh, it's her first time flying. Oh my God. I was like, "Is it her first time sitting?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right? Because that's all you need to do in the flight. Okay, just sit down and shut up. The pilot's doing all the flying. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I'm quite needy. Like, of course, I prefer to sit with my partner during a flight, right? Mm. But if cannot, don't like go and inconvenience other passengers. Oh, exactly. What disaster is going to happen if you sit apart during a flight? Yeah, what, yeah. What, what's going to happen? Like he's going to forget what you look like, is it? <laughs> Are we flying to Mars? Is it going to take 25 years? No, just chill out, man. <laughs> Fly FM. So this man did surgery on his own nose after learning how to from YouTube videos. I think it's quite obvious here that his nose is not the problem, lah, Juanita. <laughs> it is <his> brain. <laughs> Hello, if surgery can be learned by watching YouTube videos, then medical schools all close shop, lah, betul. So he's a Brazilian man, right? I, I still cannot believe that he did a nose job on himself after watching YouTube tutorials. Of course, it got infected and he had to be sent to the hospital for it to be treated. Like, who could have predicted that, right? <laughs> but this is the best part. You know why he used to seal his wounds? Mm. Super glue! What? Yeah! <laughs> Might as well use cellophane tape, lah. You know, put a few staples in there, paper clip. <laughs> no, these people are either stupid or they're extremely brave. <laughs> Because performing surgery is yeah. what professionals do. Come on, man! Surgeons study for years to do it, and surprise, surprise, ah! Huh? Yeah. Should a surgeon need surgery, another surgeon will do it for him. Okay, <laughs> he won't perform surgery on himself. No one does that because it's impossible. Yeah. I try and pluck my own white hair. <laughs> Are you seriously comparing surgery to plucking white hair? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is they're both very complicated. And require a lot of precision, oh right? God. See, when I pluck another person's white hair, I'm not saying who lah, right? But, but she lives with me in the same house. <laughs> so bad. But when I pluck her white hair, it's difficult, but it's doable. But plucking my own is near impossible because you're used to the mirror and all. Yeah. I pluck one white hair, five black hairs will come out as collateral damage. Oh, that explains the random ball spots. <laughs> not, but you understand what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing it by yourself, using a mirror, uh. super hard because you got to judge the distance and then left is right, right is left. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to cut my own hair when I was about 14 or 15 years old, right? Uh, I wanted bangs, like fringe. So what I did was I wet my hair and mm. then I cut it. What I didn't realize is when it dries, it's obviously going to go shorter. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I had like bangs that were coming down through halfway of my head. You know, I looked like one of those people in the Sejarah book. <laughs> <laughs> Sejarah book or National Geographic book maybe. <laughs> Fly FM. So we were talking about this Brazilian guy who gave himself a nose job. <laughs> he wasn't even a trained doctor, nope, right? Nope. He just watched some tutorial videos on the YouTube's. <laughs> 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 what a champion. <laughs> yeah, man. Surgery all don't play lah. Mm. Like my dad had to go for surgery when I was about 6 or 7, right? Oh dear. There was a small lump in his cheek, so they mm. wanted to remove it. Um so he scheduled the op and everything, right, right. but this doctor was a bit of a hack. Oh, yo. Yeah. He, he cut open my dad's cheek. I think he accidentally cut a saliva gland, uh, freaked out, and then stuffed everything back into his cheek. Not even nicely. Uh. He just put everything back into his cheek, sewed it up. Wait, wait, wait. You, your, your father is a pastor, right? Yeah. 
So his saliva glands must be really big lah because they, they talk a lot, one. No? What nonsense is that? It's true. It's tr- no, people who talk a lot have very large saliva glands, one. No, pastors, comedians. Hey, I'm part of this, ah, uh, comedians, politicians, our, our bosses. <laughs> I'm finding this quite difficult to believe. You're not science streamer, you know? Wow. Okay, so also no. Then what, then what happened? Uh, yeah, so it got infected, obviously. Oh and uh, he had to do another surgery. Because it was infected, he was walking around with a big ball in his cheek for a long time. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> it's okay. But this, this doctor fixed it. He mm. went in with a camera, took pictures and everything. Told my dad, you know what? You could sue if you want. Because this doctor did a mess. Yeah. My dad obviously didn't choose to sue. La. He was nice about but it. But he fixed it. La. He fixed it. So now my dad walks around with a scar on his uh, cheek. Okay, were you there uh, during the first surgery, the one where, where the doctor like messed it up? No. I was, I mean, I was a child. La, right, right. He, right. So he just came home and we all saw it. Like, uh, this doesn't look right. <laughs> okay, so my theory is this. Uh, maybe your father didn't actually go for surgery the first time. Mm. I think perhaps he watched a YouTube video. <laughs> And did a surgery on himself or something. <laughs> hey, if it can happen in Brazil, it can happen in Shalab, okay? Fly FM. So this Malaysian cycled to Parliament and challenged MPs to do the same. Hmm, all the best, that's all I can say. <laughs> Some of these fellas, right? Even with the car and a driver also won't show up to Parliament. <laughs> so I'm not holding my breath, lah. So this guy, right, he shared on Twitter how his friend cycled to Parliament to attend a meeting. Right. Then he captioned it with, easy way to show off your fitness. Oh, yeah. Then he challenged a few MPs to do the same. Because apparently politicians overseas ride bikes to set a good example to their citizens. Okay, okay. I know his intention, but we have to be fair also. Because, mm-hmm. okay, yes, overseas, the MPs, you know, they will cycle to Parliament and all. But most of the time, these countries, they are cold countries, right? Yeah, true. Like Denmark. Netherlands Sweden is super cold one. You yeah. try and cycle to parliament Here in your suit Or your baju batik Okay Two <laughs> things will kill you Number one The Malaysian hot sun Number two The Malaysian pothole Okay <laughs> But I think he's also Trying to get them To set a good example mm. Like You know We're not the most Healthy country in the world <laughs> sad to say yeah. So if our leaders And MPs Start exercising Maybe it'll have A positive effect Some MPs Have actually been Quite active in sports yeah. I don't know If you've seen the video Where KJ and uh, Ong Ken Ming They were playing Basketball Oh Yeah not, not bad not bad A lot of them play golf also Right Which uh, is better than nothing lah. <laughs> <laughs> no, A lot of people say you know, Golf is not a sport like Well they walk And they swing a club And you know They talk yeah. So it's not bad I <laughs> once uh, saw a video Of Tun M Riding a bike Oh, I don't know if you saw this one. He was in a tracksuit and all. Uh, this was in Putrajaya. Okay. Was, what was strange was he had a whole bunch of people with him. <laughs> right. They were he was surrounded like there were about ten other riders. These fellas were in complete bicycle gear. Uh-huh. Like they were going to compete in Olympics or something like that <laughs> with the you know the tight tight shorts right, and the, right, right. what do you call it the speedo like looking material yeah. and the cap and all that and their bikes also look super high tech one you know. Wow. Well. And then there were also a few uh, motorbike outriders with right. Tone M as well. And I was like, Joe. How fast do you think Tone M is going to go? <laughs> like, are you going to go, like, you start and then suddenly, pew, he's on a Penang Bridge being chased by a helicopter or what? This, his age is 97, not his speed. Calm down, everybody. But talking about old men getting fit, you're taking part in a marathon, What right? is, what kind of stupid segue was that? Fly FM. So this guy cycled to parliament, then challenged MPs to do the same, which is why we're talking about fitness. <laughs> you're preparing for the KL Marathon in November, right? Okay, uh, full disclosure, I'm only doing the 10km run. The full marathon cannot. Right, I've done a few half marathons. Really? Yeah, so I start a marathon and then halfway I give up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, in that case, you can call me a triathlete lah. Yeah, I'll try first, then give up also. <laughs> But why do you run in the first place? Um, okay, two main reasons. I think the first is to lose weight, mm-hmm. and the second is to improve on my cardio. Okay, then what happens when you train for a 10 km run? Uh, well, you have to actually run lah. <laughs> no, 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 because a lot of people think about going for a run, but they never actually do it. I'm yeah. looking at you here. When, <laughs> So starting is the is the hardest, but it's something you need to get over. Like you need to actually do it. Yeah. Um, and then there are certain types of runs that I do. So I usually okay. start with a warm up jog. How mm. long? How long is that? Uh, not long as but one one km. One km is considered warm up. No, because if you know if you don't warm up properly, you're going to get injured. And then finish lah. No need to run. Yeah. Not yeah. No, not <laughs> yeah. We're talking about fitness. <laughs> okay. And then uh, depending on what day it is, sometimes sometimes I'll do a speed run where I run for a shorter distance but at the highest speed. Okay. Uh, other days I would do a hill sprint now where oh. I run up the hill and then jog down or walk down because uh, it it trains different muscle groups in your leg one right. and uh, okay this one you're gonna laugh uh, but okay there's this thing called fat leg. <laughs> What you run that far a bit to get the extra boost? No, no one does that. No one does that, Onita. Remind me never to run behind you. <laughs> no, it's when you if you run fast and you run slow and you run fast again. It's basically a un un very unstructured speed work to train your heart one. Oh, okay. yeah. Then then of course it's a tempo run where I run the full 10 km at a particular pace, lor. Right. I hear there's this thing called the runner's high. Mm-mm-mm. Like when runners are suddenly feel super good, right? Because of the adrenaline and endorphins released like during a run. Yes, yes. I've never felt that before, unfortunately. <laughs> Every time I'm run, it's like serves you right, isn't it, Douglas? Who asked you to wall up like cake last night? <laughs> Fly FM. So this lady wanted to pray for a boyfriend, so her boss gave her the day off on Chinese Valentine's Day. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. What is Chinese oh. Valentine? <laughs> what is this? As far as I know, there's only Chap Gome, and that's the last day of Chinese New Year. <laughs> Over already. Is this boss even Chinese? I think you cannot con lah. No, actually, the boss is Chinese. Really? Yeah. So she said she wanted to go to the temple to pray for a partner, right? So she asked her boss, lah, you know, can I have the day off? What's wrong with with the partner? Sick or what? No, she doesn't have a partner, so she was praying to get one. <laughs> get it? <laughs> so the boss was like, "Yeah, sure, take the day off," because he didn't want her to blame him for why she's single. Well, this boss really understanding, man. Yeah, I know. No, right? if I was the boss and my employee said they needed to leave to pray for a boyfriend, I'd be like, "I think you better pray for yourself first, huh?" <laughs> Because you are this close to getting fired, okay? Yeah, so I didn't ask for days off for strange reasons when I started work, right? But I used to ask for an extension on my assignment a lot in uni. <laughs> But there's only so many times you can say your grandparent died. Oh, right? you're so bad, <laughs> like you, you. Oh my goodness! As an excuse, lah. That's like the typical excuse. So this one time, I was really desperate. I, was, I thought, you know what? All the I'm grandfathers just... died already. That time. <laughs> I never had a grandfather oh, okay. growing up. Yeah, they all passed away before I, I was so born. I'm so sorry I brought this up. It's okay. okay. It's fine. So anyway, um, I I thought you know what I'm just going to be honest about it, and actually it worked. The the lecturer was like, it's okay, it's fine. What um, do you say? What do you say? Why you need the extension? I just said that I I underestimated how much time I needed for this assignment, and I would like an extension of maybe one or two days. And they gave you. Yeah, they gave it for to me. being tardy, for doing things in the last minute. <laughs> Aren't see lecturers like this are too lenient. This no. boss also is way too lenient, and this is very very bad. Ah, uh, because now that this news is public, 
Okay, maybe all his other staff might want to take this type of leave also. <laughs> then finish the HR department has to update everything, right? <laughs> be like, okay, now as part of your benefits for working in this company because our boss is so understanding, ah, huh? <laughs> on top of medical leave, oh, you will also get the annual leave uh, and the emergency leave, and also now the praying for boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> leave, and the dating leave, ah, huh? you know, and then the breakup leave, and then the cry with your best friend leave, and then the banana leave. <laughs> banana leave. Yeah, banana leave lies when you when you take leave to find a Chinese boyfriend who doesn't speak Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. Since we are talking about office ladies looking for love, <laughs> we thought we'd bring in a friend to give us all advice. Her name is Shetty, oh, and Shetty she does Shetty. an advice column on her blog. Um, she's a bit of a thought leader from India, mm. and uh, yeah, we ask you for your questions if you need help. So we'd like to go through these questions with Shetty so she can give you some advice. It's Shetty's advice column. Just take it from me, darling. <laughs> Uh, so we have a question from our listener. I'm going to read it out to you. Okay, it's yeah, from uh, Ng Kun Wee. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I'm attracted to my co-worker. Oh. We have a lot in common and are both also single. But I'm not sure if it's appropriate for me to pursue her because we both work in the same place. What should I do, Shetty? Okay, so he has a problem with being attracted to his co-worker. Yeah. No? When it comes to matters of the office, leave it to me. Ooh. In fact, I remember meeting Ricky Gervais <laughs> back when he was trying to get into TV, you know. And I told him, Ricky, darling, why not make a sitcom about people in an office? Mm-hmm. And he was like, what should I call it? The sitcom? I said, don't be silly. Call it The Office. He took my advice. Now I hear the series is not bad, although I much prefer the American version. Ooh. Of course, he then sent me flowers to see Thank you But I was at work Honey Don't send me flowers At work You know Are you trying to be Ellen Because my buddy Ellen is selfish Wanted to do a daytime show Right But I told her You are not going to go far With a name like Ellen is selfish Much better you change it To something nicer Like Ellen is charity oh. Lovely girl Took my advice Next thing you know A few weeks later She had her own show And her name became Ellen DeGeneres So that was nice You know Okay Okay, thank you, uh, Shetty. But what is your advice for this Mr. Ng Kunwi and his office crush? Oh, it's very simple. Mm. Just like my bestie J.K. Rowling said when she uh, slid into my DMs, the fool who fools once is twice foolish but never the third time. What does that mean? It means focus on your job and do the flirting outside work hours. Must I tell you everything? There is this Vanita, you know, she's a much better interviewer. You know, we Indian girls are so much smarter. Like, why did they put me with a stand-up comedian? They don't listen. They just talk and talk and think everything is so funny. Just like a glorified clown. Oh, wow. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, Shetty. The door is dead. It's Shetty's advice column. Just take it from me, darling. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we have an English class with Mina Saleh. She teaches her three students, Katija, Ladu, and Asing, an English word. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. Now, as you know, you are meant to create a sentence using a word. And the word of the day is collective, which means when a few people act as a group. Katija, form a sentence using the word collective. 
Sometimes the Almighty uses a collective of people to spread His word. Yes, very good, Katija. Okay, Ladu, form a sentence using the word collective. I don't know what to do with my brother Raju. That day I caught him drawing on his shoulder like making a gangster logo. I said, Raju, you don't do like this after people think you are gangster. But then he never listened. No. Then he go hang out the back alley with the other boys. Then they spray paint on the wall. But it's all the bad words like the mother. Okay, okay, okay. Ladu, please, a simple sentence using the word collective. He said he's not in a gang. He said he's a collective. Then they went and fought with another collective. I give up. La. Okay, thank you, Ladu. Asing form a simple, simple sentence using the word collective. Tomorrow, I will go to the dentist. Ah. I hope he pull out the collective. No, Asing. I hope he pull out your brain, Asing. Oh, dear. English class with Mina Saleh. Fly FM. So this 17-year-old Malaysian earns 14,000 ringgit a month as a back-end engineer. No, because the demand is very high one for these people because oh, yeah? not many people are willing to engineer your back-end. <laughs> okay, moving swiftly forward. <laughs> this 17-year-old guy, right? He is from Shah Alam <laughs> and also has four years of technical experience. Wait, 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 wait. He's currently 17 years old. Yeah. But he has four years of experience. Correct. Then he started working when he was 13. This was lying. La. <laughs> no, this uh, account, we got it from Malaysian Pay Gap, right? They fact-checked it. So they, they look at your pay slips as well as your IC. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, apparently, some of the comments was, when I was 17, I filled the JPJ Bukit test. <laughs> <laughs> right? Another one said he makes so much and still studies for SPM. Oh, good, good. So hats off to him. Uh, I'm so impressed and depressed at the same time. That's how I feel. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I am impressed and depressed at the same Because I thought I made good money when I was young, but nowhere compared to this fella lah. Because I remember yeah. I was, I think, 15, 16, 16, 16. Okay. I was hired to sing at someone's wedding. Yeah. Uh, because this guy saw me singing at the competition. I was singing Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently it's his wife's favorite song or something like that. What an inappropriate song for a wedding. Totally. Though. Totally, the whole wedding, if you ask me, was really yeah. weird because it was done in Chinese. The MC spoke Mandarin. Uh-huh. The speeches were done in Mandarin. Okay. And suddenly, you see this 16-year-old fellow with the guitar showing up, <laughs> going in your head, in your head. But after that. Well, he gave me an ang pao and inside was 600 bucks way. Wow. Now, if someone gives you 600 bucks, you'd be like, what is this? 10% down payment, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> 2% actually. <laughs> Fly FM. So, we saw the story of the 17-year-old Malaysian kid mm. who is making now 14,000 ringgit a month. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, he started working when he was like 13 or 14 years old. He's a software engineer and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, back-end engineer. Mm. Which got us thinking like... Man, we wish we did that when we were younger. Right? Um, all sorts of nonsense, man, at 17. Yeah, which begs the question, what would you tell your younger self, your teenage self? La? I think I would tell myself to save more money instead of buying clothes and makeup. Your parents so bad, uh, didn't buy makeup for you. My parents also, you know, they never bought any makeup for me. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense lah But yeah I will also tell myself To like focus More on work mm. Don't be You know Caught up so much In relationships Spend that time And that energy Just building myself And building my career Yeah focus on work Oh yeah yeah Every yeah. morning While working here Oh my boyfriend Jonathan did this My boyfriend Jonathan did that <laughs> oh, I miss him so much <laughs> Older can lah <laughs> But what would you say To your 17 year old self My 17 year old self Okay yeah. first of all I'll say hey, Come here Mr. Action <laughs> No, because Why? I was I was incredibly uh, arrogant when I was much younger, right. and I would say, okay, look, listen, ah, uh, seventeen-year-old Douglas, being good at what you do 
is not the be all and end all. Okay, mm-hmm. just because people are amazed at what you do. It doesn't mean you also have to be amazed and act like an idiot. Okay, uh, be humble, yeah. be patient. Uh, what? Uh, don't be so self-centered. Don't be so selfish. Uh, don't overtake the lorry bala on Jalan Istana. <laughs> that's when I got involved in an accident. Remember? Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Was, um, and I guess I don't know. I will say I will say this. Uh, it's not always important to be right, mm-hmm. uh, and it's better to be kind. What a coincidence! What a coincidence! Because I'm sure that's exactly what 60-year-old Douglas will come back and tell you now. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up and focus on your work. (laughs) Fly FM. So, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have split up. I think Kim's ex-husband is like, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the joke was too easy. (laughs) So, they were apparently together for like nine months. But they split up because of work schedules and distance, if I'm not mistaken. This is your classic PR answer. I think they broke up because <laughs> yeah. they look too different, what? right? I mean, no, look at Kim K. She's the paragon of beauty. She's so incredibly beautiful. Yeah. And then you look at Pete Davidson, right? He looks like a warning sign on the Kara Highway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've never seen a picture of Pete Davidson where I'm like, hey, okay, this guy quite pleasant. It's always like, why are you showing me Pete Davidson's face? Now I've lost my appetite. <laughs> okay. Like, First of all, I do not condone face shaming. No, but it's Pete Davidson. <laughs> but there is some truth to what you're saying. Uh, I read some research last time, I remember. They said that most couples, um, they like people who look like them. Really? Yeah, no. they have like sim- similar facial features or okay. something like that. Or they will grow to look like each other as time passes. Okay, I not heard of this research yeah. uh, what I do have though is experience so okay. I have been married for 15 years already I met my wife that time uh, we were very young okay but we got engaged at 28 got uh-huh. married at 30 yeah. um, 15 years already yeah. and I can confirm that my wife does not look like a Chinese comedian <laughs> okay because if she did I would leave <laughs> But anyway, so now that uh, Kim and Pete have uh, broken up, yeah. I think Kim Kardashian should start dating Shang-Chi. Why? Yeah, because then they can ride the, the K-pop wave. Because then okay. their couple name will be uh, Kim Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.